is The Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. Good morning and welcome to The Bucket List with myself, Diana Simons and Beefy. Beefy, I ask you, is there anyone in Melbourne who doesn't have a cold or a lurgy this week? They've all got it. Some sort of man flu or flu-like symptoms. I was in bed for a whole day just with a cold. I had to make myself chicken soup. There was no one to look after me and, and watch Netflix with me. No. Where were you making my chicken soup? No. I know that you were in hospital a week ago. I was, You yeah. weren't well. You had appendicitis. But this is a cold, Beefy. A ruptured, cold, I tell you. Ruptured appendix, I had. But you look so healthy. Have you know. had a good sleep? Yeah, a couple of days off. So I don't know why you're whinging. I even gave you a card. You gave me a card. Get well soon, Fiona, or whatever it was. <laughs> I found it floating around the studio. Yeah, it was a get well card. Uh, hopefully well, Fiona's doing okay as well. It was an exciting weekend last weekend. We had the finals of the Air Guitar Championship. Yeah, in Fitzroy. And the, the winner was a lady called Lily Rock and Roll. She's off to Finland. Oh. Finland has got some crazies. She had the nice. wife carrying competition. Yes, it's got the Air Sex World Championships. What's Air Sex? I'm not going to tell you. And it's got the World Mobile Phone Throwing Championship. And as well, Greedy Smith from Mental as Anything. Oh, is wow. Gonna, he's going to drop in. He's going to live it up. He's a big sports fan. Tell us what's on his cool. sporting bucket list. Nice. On the bucket list. Very exciting this morning in the studio. Lily Rock and Roll. She's the Australian Air Guitar Champion. Good morning, Lily. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to speak to you. Oh, I'm so excited to speak to you. <laughs> I get to call myself the Air Guitar Champion of Australia oh, and no. I'm on the radio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Your parents must have known a thing or two to name you Lily Rock and Roll at birth. Well, that's just my stage name. I can't reveal my true identity, guys. <laughs> Lily, can you describe some of your moves that you, you did to win the Air Guitar Championships, if it is describable? I'm pretty proud of my windmills. That is a move that I do with my, my hair on my ponytail while I'm playing the air guitar. So oh, yeah. there's, uh, there's about 100 rapid speed windmills in there and you can really hear the crowd go crazy once that head starts to spin. I feel like that was probably one of the defining points of the routine. Round two, which is an improv round, there's a part where I sort of lay down and, and get my legs up in the air and start playing air guitar upside down. So wow. that's a trick that no one's seen before. I was pretty proud of bringing that one to the stage. <laughs> you really took it home. Can you give us some description of your outfit on the event? I found this amazing T-shirt online, sort of just like a little pink T-shirt with a rainbow on it, but it says death metal. Um, <laughs> I popped that one on and popped on some skin-tight silver leggings and some silver runners and got up there and gave it the best shot I could. How many times have you entered the Australian Championship so far? Three occasions. Once in 2010, and I competed last year and came second by 0.1 of a point. <laughs> competed this year and took it out. Pretty excited. That's amazing, Lily. And do people you work with know there really is a Lily rock and roll under that persona? <laughs> they do, actually. I can't even remember how it got out. I think as soon as someone added me on Facebook, they started to see the photos and then word spread around the office. One of my managers decided to Google some images and share those <laughs> via email with everybody. It wasn't kept a secret for very long. Now they're, you know, they're some of my best supporters. So I'm lucky to have their support. That's great. Air Guitar Champion of Australia. How did you get into this? When did you know you had a talent for it? Oh, look, I've always loved my heavy metal and my rock and roll. And I mean, who doesn't play some air guitar in the car? You probably shouldn't do it in the car, but <laughs> in the car, in your lounge room, in the shower, you know, everyone plays a little bit of air guitar and I was no exception. And one day I opened the paper when I was living up in Alice Springs and I saw this ad for an air guitar competition. I thought it sounded hilarious and I immediately started cutting up an old pair of curtains to make some gloves with tassels on them <laughs> <laughs> and started practicing in my lounge room and entered the competition 
competition and came second in Alice Springs that time and, and I was hooked from that point onwards. And it is amazing. We do have a bit of a history. We've, we've come so close on two occasions and we've really got to take it out. Got the Ginger yeah. Assassin coming back over. He's going to go into the Dark Horse competition, which is on the night before. And I have no doubt that he'll get through into the World Championships as well. We're going to give it everything we got to bring that trophy home for Australia. You were there last year at the Agatar Championships as well. What was it like in Finland? Absolutely amazing. So last year, as I said before, I, I came second in Australia and our kind sponsors, Signet, decided to send not only the champion but also myself over. Oh, cool. Um, And so I went into the Dark Horse competition, which is where you sort of battle it out to get into the World Championships and was lucky enough to get into the World Championships and and see Finland. It's really beautiful. I mean, I'd never been there before and and it was just very quiet, clean, pretty, quaint. There's amazing food stalls on the waterfront in Ulu. There's a great museum. The Finnish people are just hilarious. They seem very quiet and reserved at first. You get a few drinks into them and they love their heavy metal and (laughs) they they just don't like small talk or BS. They're just real people. Ulu in Finland is literally in the middle of nowhere. It really is in the middle of nowhere. I think it's the most populous, most northerly city. So that far north, the most populous city. There's no other cities around that part of the world with that many people. It really is in the middle of nowhere. Hey, Lily, what's the prize if you win the World Air Guitar Championships in Finland? So the prize is what we call a Vair guitar. It's a custom-made Vair guitar by one of the best guitar makers in Finland. Um, and that is presented to you, you know, after the scoring is all done. So that would be an incredible prize to win. It's a real one? It's not imaginary? That's right. It's a bear guitar. It's not inflatable, <laughs> basically, yeah. Third place last year was Dinosaurus Rex Schlerman. I thought it's Diana Dianosaurus Rex. I thought, oh, well, that could be you, No, I don't, I don't have the talent for it. <laughs> Lily has the passion, and, and you got the moves like Jagger, Lily. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, anyone can pick up an air guitar and start practising. Check out the Air Guitar Australia page on Facebook and, yeah. and get involved in the competition. And it's so much fun. It doesn't cost anything <laughs> to play air guitar. Exactly. It's cheap. You don't need to get lessons. You can self-teach yourself and, and just go from there. I've seen a lot of Definitely. lycra and spandex of these guys and girls that do take part. We've got all the lycra, the spandex, the bedazzled denim, double denim from the Canadians, a bit of flannel, oh, a bit of leopard denim. print. He's got it all in there. <laughs> That's a bad look. Lily, please keep in contact with us. We want to know how you go when you come back. Bring it home. Bring it home. Definitely. I'm going to give it everything I've got. Go <laughs> Team Australia. Definitely. I know. We'll be going Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. But best of luck. We really hope you're going to bring it home. That's Lily Rock and Roll, the Australian air guitar champ. Thanks for your time this morning on the bucket list, Lily. Thanks so much, guys. Nice talking to you. Take care. Does your sporting club or community group need help with fundraising? My Club Shop is your essential fundraising partner. This free service is simple to use and can provide a 12-month-a-year revenue stream. With support from great companies like Samsung and TCL and new features being added daily, this revolutionary platform is a complete game-changer. Did we mention it's all free? All you have to do is log on to myclubshop.com.au to register your interest and one of our friendly team will get in touch straight away. That's myclubshop.com.au. Well, the English football season kicks off tonight. I can't believe it's come around this quick. I'm going to go through the weirdest soccer club mascots of recent times. The top strangest (laughs) mascots are... George the Glory Gorilla, who's a purple gorilla. George's favourite antique has been squatting over ground sprinklers, pretending he's having a big pee. (laughs) Cyril the Swan from Swansea City. Cyril is a giant swan with a permanently hunched neck, so he always looks like he's depressed. (laughs) Here's one for you, Diane. 
Mr. Testicles. Oh, my gosh. He's been doing the rounds to promote male cancer awareness. He turns up quite regularly. As you can imagine, he is a very scary sight. It's basically a sack with eyes, a <laughs> smile, and a few strands of hair. Don't forget, he's got arms and legs as well. <laughs> now, number one, West Bromwich Albion. Is it a tiger? Is it a lion? Is it a plane? No. What it, is it? It's a combination hot water boiler, and it's West Bromwich Albion's Boiler Man. Yes, it's literally a hot water system on legs. Unbelievable. That is the top strangest soccer club mascots on the bucket list. This is the Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. It's the Bucket List on SEN Plus. This morning we're chatting to Greedy Smith from Mental as Anything. How did you get the nickname Greedy? So I, I ate 16 pieces of KFC while I was playing. So I play with the right hand and eat chicken with the left. <laughs> By the end of it, mate, I had so much chicken grease in my harmonica. Reg Mombasa started calling me Greedy and the name has stuck. So for 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. That's hilarious. I've got to ask you, that song you had, the nips are getting bigger. What is a nip? Martin Plaza wrote this song and it got misinterpreted. The first time we, we received a, a telegram from Chicago in America saying, this is double insult. This band called Mental as Anything is <laughs> insulting the intellectually disabled. And this song, the nips are getting bigger. What is that about a woman's private parts that these people are singing about? It was nothing about that. But nips were the old imperial measure for a, for a shot. They call them shots these days, the American name. And it was a nip of rum, actually. Mark was talking about his, his caruba rum and pineapple juice as there was more and more rum going into it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm so glad you told me that because I always wondered. Yeah, it's been misinterpreted all over the world. What was it like being on Countdown? The thing about Countdown was you never knew what to expect. It was a gift to Australian music. Yeah. Everybody all across Australia watched Countdown, knew all the rock gossip, and they knew all the songs. And because of that, people know our stuff today. We are a sporting show, Grady Smith. What is actually on your sporting uh, bucket list? I'd love to be able to have the time either to watch a full five-day five test, an acid test, or four days of golf, like a British Open or US Masters, the height of indulgence. Yeah, absolutely. Had you ever thought about playing any of these events, like, for instance, you know, the Melbourne Grand Prix or something yeah. like that? We played the, um, the Adelaide Grand Prix, which is a clip for 500. And actually, I think we're doing the supercars on the Gold Coast in September. Wow. So we do. But my real, for all of those uh, car racing, which I'm having done, where you, they give you the dressing room in the middle of the race, it's for hours and hours and you play as soon as the race is finished. I've got a tip for you. If you want to get more work um, at the horse races, write a song about horses. Daryl Braithway oh, yeah, style. Fantastic. That's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really serious. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll Ricky Lee Jones would be very happy with that. Yeah. That song all those years ago, little realising that there'd be drunken girls carrying their heels around with them and singing her song at the top of their voice after, after the races. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. Well, thanks for chatting to us. Greedy Smith, Mental as Anything, on the bucket list. You're listening to The Bucket List. From One Cover Travel Insurance, here's Isha with a travel tip. Today my tip is around connecting flights. Despite the horror stories, so many people continue to book connecting flights with separate airlines. It tends to happen because people see a super cheap flight to one city and they book a separate flight to their final destination. They think they're going to save money. But honestly, unless you're living a day or more in between flights, I don't recommend it. Because not only do you have to get your luggage and recheck yourself back in, but if something happens to your first flight, you'll have no protection for your second flight because you're under two separate contracts or two separate flights. So that means you'll have to cough up at the last minute for a flight 
flight to your final destination and believe me this can be super expensive and if you do have to do it then you must make sure that you have a concrete plan b in case a flight falls through or there's a delay or something happens essentially the best way to book connecting flights is always on the same ticket with the same airline or airlines that code share and that way if anything happens to the first flight you just be popped onto the next available flight when planning your next holiday make sure you take out travel insurance from one cover Call OneCover on 1300 192 021 or onecover.com.au. That's onecover.com.au. Australian swimmer Shayna Jack, now she's been banned for four years as we mentioned, an illicit substance which is responsible for building muscle. It is, Legandrol. It's a weird one. She's claiming that the possibility that a supplement's been contaminated. If that's the case and the supplements they use are pretty standard, unless she's gone some new age therapy, there'll be a lot more people being tested positive for Legandrol if that's the case. I'm not sure. I'm not convinced because this is such a specialist type drug. There's some supplements or drugs, medicines that if you buy it in Australia, it has a little bit different makeup than if you buy it from America because they put different additives in. You have to check everything. Alan Baxter, the Scottish skier, won silver medal. He bought one of those Vicks nasal decongestants and he bought it over the counter and it had a steroid in it. He actually got banned. He lost his silver medal. Awful. Being an Olympic athlete, you have to check everything and what's in these supplements, what's in these medicines. But they don't tend to have that problem with cricket, do they? Cricketers do get drug tested. They are pretty clean. If you tested them for um, cigarettes and alcohol, though, 100% test positive. Look, at the end of the day's play, when I was playing, there was always a tray of beers came in, a beer, pint for everyone. They've been singing to Steve Smith, the Balmy Army have, We saw you cry on the telly, cry on the telly. It's non-stop. They've been waving sandpaper at David Warner and Steve Smith and Bancroft. There's a whole section of crowd with 1,000 people waving yellow pieces but of if, sandpaper. But if they're buying that from Bunnings in the UK, it's like win-win. <laughs> it's an Australian chain. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a thing of beauty, the old Bami Army, and I know it grates on Australians, but when the Aussies come up with Aussie, 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 oi, 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 and nothing else, you've got to be a bit clever about this. The Thumb Wrestling Championship yeah, it was. was held last week yeah. in the UK. Thumbertaker. Didn't he take it out? Thumbertaker. Yeah, did he win? I, I think he wins scary. most years, the Thumbertaker. Well, I've been trying to get through to them to get them on the show. Oh, cool. But it turns out the, the lead thumb guy is actually on holidays. He's obviously <laughs> so exhausted after all that thumb wrestling <laughs> yeah. that he needs to take a break. It's a sport where you too could become a world champion. Love stuff where you can literally turn up to a pub in a day and there's a world championship on. You could go home being a world champion. Were well, you good at thumb wrestling as a kid? Oh, awesome. Also, the man who tried to fly over the English Channel on his own hovercraft... Yeah, he didn't get very far, did he? He got 20 k's out before he had to refuel, and that was it. Never mind. Catch you next hey, week. have a great weekend of sport, everybody! There's nothing like being at a live event. Whether it's the Australian Open Tennis, the Rugby World Cup 2019 in Japan or the Bathurst 1000. With over 20 years experience, Sportsnet will ensure the adventure of a lifetime. With over 50 world-class events, Sportsnet guarantees official tickets and accommodation, even to sold-out events. You'll even get access to behind-the-scenes experiences. Over 10,000 travellers each year choose Sportsnet. Call 1-300-888-858 or visit sportsnetholidays.com. This morning we're chatting to Daniel Giacconi from Sports and Holidays. This is the ultimate in bucket list. The Monaco Grand Prix from the 21st to the 24th of May 2020, Daniel. The most iconic and prestigious race in Formula 1, if not motorsport, held in one of the most picturesque and spectacular locations in the world, being Monaco. Tickets and accommodation are so limited. So this is a rather 
special Formula One experience. What packages do you guys offer? This is one of the most special. We have three and four night packages staying in Nice, although we can help with, with Monaco itself. We get breakfast, return rail transfers from Nice to Monaco on the Saturday and Sunday. We include grandstand tickets for the weekend as well, although you can upgrade to, to hospitality. The package I absolutely love, a 10-night sports cruise package, seven nights of France, Italy and Spain on the MSC Fantasia, three nights in Nice for the Monaco Formula One Grand Prix. If you love cruising, if you love F1... You'll love this. Absolutely special. It's unbelievable. Di is licking her lips I and am. just swooning at this fact. I'm stowing aboard. I, I can't. Ex- I can't believe that. What about the special experiences? They must be equally amazing. They're absolutely great. For everyone that books with us, you get admission to the, the Monaco Top Cars Collection Museum and ex- an exhibition. It's Prince Rainer the Third's private collection of antique cars. Really cool. Everyone gets pit lane access on the Friday, so an option to take a peek inside each garage. You know, as the teams obviously prepare to race. And, and what better place to do that than Monaco? And the last one I absolutely love. So those that stay four nights will have the time to do this. We give a 15-minute Ferrari or Lamborghini experience as a passenger cruising along the French Riviera. Like, wow. come on, how good's that? Oh, my God, that is so ultimate bucket list, Daniel, I tell you. I love it. The Monaco Grand Prix itself is bucket list, but everything around it that we include makes it even even more special. Daniel, so why would you book through sports and holidays? Everything is official. Accommodation is super difficult, uh, and we have allotments for hotels in Nice, and we have access to, to hotels in Monaco. Albeit Monaco requires a very healthy budget, uh, we can do it. Uh, the special experiences are just so brilliant. The sports cruise, you know, what an unbelievable way to combine someone's love of cruising and F1 all in one. And all in all, this one is just difficult to do on your own. We make it easy, we're a one-stop shop, and, and we'll help tick this one off your bucket list. Nice. Make sure you give sports and holidays a call if you want to get to the Monaco Grand Prix or any other fantastic sporting event. one three hundred triple eight eight five eight. That's one three hundred triple eight eight five eight. Or sportsnetholidays.com. That is sportsnetholidays.com.